This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. Police called to North Nevada and Columbia around 2.15 this morning. Police say a vehicle was headed southbound on Nevada when it crossed the median, spun, and hit a tree. There were two people inside the vehicle. The driver taken to an area hospital while a female passenger died at the scene. This now marks the 55th fatal traffic accident in Colorado Springs, officially breaking the record. A woman is lucky to be alive after a car crash sent her car into a tree on the east side of Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs fire crews were called to Sturgis Road just after 1 this morning. They say the woman was going around 100 miles per hour when she hit a stop sign and a van before flipping into a tree. The woman was stuck in her car until rescue crews were able to get her out. Yeah, she was stable. Um... She was talking to the crews the entire time that they were getting her extricated from the vehicle. Lieutenant Brian Embire says that the driver has minor injuries that the most of the damage was actually to the yard. Police in Pueblo providing details about a Christmas Eve standoff that led to multiple arrests. The police department looking for a pair of robbery suspects on Saturday when they found a stolen vehicle at an apartment complex on Constitution Road. Over a five-hour period, 14 people came out of the apartment where one of the suspects was barricaded. Police say that six of those people had outstanding warrants on other charges. Officers ultimately arrested two suspects they were looking for in connection with several reported burglaries. A woman, meanwhile, facing multiple charges after a standoff in Fountain yesterday. Police called to the 500 block of Royalty Place yesterday morning after a report of somebody firing shots from an apartment window. The area around the apartment was evacuated until the woman inside surrendered late in the afternoon. That woman, whose name is not being publicly identified, was charged with reckless endangerment, violating a protection order and illegal discharge of a firearm. The El Paso County Sheriff's Office is investigating after a suspicious device was found at a transfer station east of Colorado Springs. Deputies were called to an area near Highway 24 and Highway 94 after the device was found at the GFL Environmental Station. The building and the nearby area were evacuated until the regional bomb squad said it was safe. Sergeant Jason Garrett with the El Paso County Sheriff's Office says the explosive team is now focusing on the pipe bomb like device they found in trying to determine where it came from. Um, a lot of those things will certainly go into play and in, 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 in hopefully determining who, who placed that, uh, a motive, things like that. But all that is uh, way, way premature at this point to start to get into that. The sheriff's office believes there is no ongoing threat from the object that was found. Customers stranded in Colorado Springs because of ongoing problems with Southwest Airlines are lining up at the airport trying to get answers. Dozens of customers waited at the Southwest counter at the airport yesterday trying to find out when they might be able to get home. One person who experienced a canceled flight shares his frustration. I just want to see respect out of Southwest. I kind of feel disrespected. I kind of feel left out in the dark. The severity of the situations is uh, a lot more uh, deep than what it seems on the surface. Many customers said their calls to Southwest customer service lines were going unanswered, leaving them no choice but to wait in line to speak to someone. FlightAware.com shows more than two dozen flights have been canceled at the airport today. A former district court judge now pushing for an investigation into the handling of a 2021 arrest of this suspect in the Club Q shooting. Dennis Mays said that El Paso County Sheriff Bill Elder, along with 4th Judicial DA Michael Allen, should be investigated by the state. The accused shooter, Anderson Aldrich, was arrested last year after supposedly making a bomb threat and menacing family members. Mays says that the sheriff's office should have applied for an extreme risk protection order to keep that suspect from buying guns, even if other protection orders were in place. He also feels as if the DA's office should have prosecuted Aldrich, even if witnesses refused to testify or press charges. 
Well, I've heard on numerous occasions the district attorney's office say, it's not your choice. And then they use the evidence that they have, uh, that they gathered during the course of the investigation, even though they might have a hostile witness. The sheriff's office and DA's office have both defended their actions in that 2021 investigation. Meanwhile, a federal judge is dismissing an attempt by a Colorado Springs woman who sought to block enforcement of the state's ban on LGBTQ conversion therapy. The U.S. District Court judge ruled against a request seeking an injunction against the enforcement of the 2019 law. Licensed professional therapist Kaylee Childs says the law violates her First Amendment rights by preventing her from discussing the therapy with patients. The judge said there was nothing in the law to stop that as long as her counseling did not try to change the patient sexual orientation, or gender identity. Child says she plans to appeal. Partly cloudy skies this morning, becoming mostly cloudy as we head into the afternoon with a few rain showers possible, and then we'll look at some snow later tonight, overnight into Thursday morning. High temperature-wise today, we're in the low 50s, Colorado Springs, about 59 in Pueblo, but colder air filters in towards sunrise tomorrow morning. Along with the snow showers, we've got morning lows in the upper teens and low 20s, Cooler temperatures for your Thursday afternoon with a high of 38 Colorado Springs, about 44 in Pueblo. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.